So Sean, I want to dive next into chapter four of the book, rule number three, you are responsible and only you. This is all about personal responsibility. I know that's been kind of a big topic in society over the last 10 or 15 years. Um, how do you see personal responsibility playing a role for the business owner? Well, you know, like I said earlier, at the end of the day, you're responsible, which means you're going to pay. You know, as a business owner, Social Security is not guaranteed. If you're receiving a 1099 and you don't pay in, which means you've got to intentionally pay in, then you may not receive Social Security or far less than you deserved. But the way I see it is that people, unfortunately, overestimate revenue and underestimate expenses due to confirmation bias where, you know, people think it's gone fine in the past. It's going to be okay. They downplay and downplay and become obnoxiously optimistic. They don't realize that with that, you know, optimism comes a responsibility that they're assuming and they're taking on and they're going to have to pay for because there's very few people bailing out small business owners. If you have the courage to start your own business, people think you have the, uh, that you're bulletproof for risk and, uh, you know, that you're responsible and, and, and there's not a lot of bailouts for the small business owner. Yeah, that's absolutely true. Uh, there is too big to fail, but uh, there's no such thing as too small to fail, right? So I know that a lack of personal responsibility or a lack of really embracing this drives people to make some some really foolish decisions. What are some of the things that you've seen, some of the maybe stupid games that you see business owners play that they really need to clean up? And, and be, first of all, I think for everybody listening, be aware of that, you know, if you get into doing these things, it's going to lead you down a bad path. But what are some of those things that they do that get them into trouble? I find that people become successful in what they're doing, you know, and I tell people, you know, young people today, uh, I think get some bad advice, do what you love and money will follow. Well, you know, I think uh, be good at what you do and money will follow. I think that if you uh, if you're very good at what you do, that you know, you'll have the respect and esteem from other people and people will uh, want to do business with you and you'll enjoy it. People enjoy winning. People enjoy being the best at what they are, whether it's digging ditches or writing books or selling software. It doesn't really matter the occupation. If you're serving people and you're good at it, um, you will enjoy it. But I think what happens is, Steve, people get successful in what they do and then they want to jump into all these other businesses. And they want to start investing in things that they don't understand. They, you know, they want to start diversifying because they want to look important. Now, how do I know this? Because I've done this. <laughs> you know, you get a little bit of success. You kind of start doing well. You know, you get a little boredom. And besides, you know, looking to hire people, because you are a shareholder, you do own your own business. Besides looking to hire people and invest in new technologies or new trucks or new equipment to grow, to produce more revenue for your business, you want to diversify. You want to get into property. You want to go into business with somebody else. You want to open another business. And that's one of the biggest mistakes that I see people make is that uh, they start spreading themselves out when in reality they need to continue to invest in that business. 
do what you know and don't get sidetracked by, you know, shiny objects or financial pornography or all this other stuff that can lead you down a path that you'll end up broke. You know, stick with what you know and continue to grow it. That's one of the biggest, uh, when it comes to, you know, being responsible and some of the big mistakes that I see people making. Well, you talked before the, the previous chapter about, you know, your own business being the greatest opportunity that you have to build wealth, you know, that your own kind of earning power. Why do you think people get drawn to, you know, because I, I, I see this in business owners as well. They get to a certain level and then it's, it's as though they just feel like they need to go do something else. I mean, is it just that they want to look important? Is it just a status thing? What, what do you think really drives that? Well, I think that uh, lack of confidence, lack of believing in what they're doing. I think that there's so much advertising. There's so many people out talking. There's so much information coming our way that it's easy to get distracted. You know, Warren Buffett's perhaps the greatest investor ever. And he says that he finds the number one key to success is saying no to almost everything. Just simply say no to almost everything. And, you know, I think that we have a, we all have a tendency to want variety in life and excitement. And I think these other opportunities create some artificial excitement that has, uh, you know, that's appealing to human nature. You know, I just think that it, it appeals to our nature for variety, for surprise. And uh, I think it's real easy to, to get caught up in that. And I think that uh, going back to the, the fundamental of rule number one, that you're the shareholder, and it's how do I make these shares more valuable? How do I take what I'm doing and make it better, serve more people, serve people at a higher level, uh, partner with more people? Do I need to hire? I think that's really the key. But, you know, I would say it this way, Steve, I don't think that there's a single small business owner that has not been uh, lured into uh, some other investment, at least entertaining the idea, you know, and, and it typically happens when you reach, you know, you kind of come out of survival stage. When you first start your business, you know, you're in survival, so you don't have time to focus on anything else, but then you kind of get some su- success. And then, you know, we have a tendency to feel like we'll get significance if we kind of diversify and tell people we own multiple businesses. And, uh, but I think that's something we all fight. Well, and I think you put it so well at the end of the day, you're responsible. You, you are responsible and only you for these decisions. And what I'm hearing you say, Sean, is that, that you're also responsible for staying focused and building the business that you're in and not getting pulled aside, but continuing to double down and on the success that you're already having. Yeah, and, and and how can you grow it? How can you make it, you know, uh, better? And I think that, uh, and don't drink the Kool-Aid. I mean, there's a lot of people out here selling Kool-Aid. You know, get rich quick. You know, 30 days go from poor to millionaire. And at the end of the day, uh, the reality is, is that it sells. People want to buy into that. I mean, people want hope. And uh, they see these promises as a hope. And so they end up buying into it. But, uh, you know, at the end of the day, 
sticking to what you know, understanding you're responsible for it, and, and, and getting better at what you do is the path. I mean, another thing I would tell you if you're listening to this call is, you know, I'm not a guru. I'm just a business owner like you trying to share some ideas and make a difference. And, but go talk to other business owners. You know, it's easy to get isolated as a business owner. And to think that you're the only one that's facing these struggles. But there's a lot of business owners, whether, you know, connect with them. That's the reason, you know, coaching groups are so powerful. That's the reason why masterminds are, you know, working with people is so that people can relate to what you're dealing with and can help you. But ask them how they made their money in business. And uh, people keep their money by diversifying and many different things. But if you look at the people that's made their money, the majority of people make their money being a shareholder and uh, in real estate. And they keep it by diversifying across many asset classes and many different things. Dr. Fuller said, you know, a mistake's not a sin unless it's not admitted. You know, I think when it comes to responsible, one thing I need to add is, is that being honest with yourself is a valuable skill. You don't have to tell me, you don't have to tell Steve, but you got to be willing to ask yourself the hard questions and be honest with yourself because you can make a plan, you can make changes, but you know, a mistake's not a sin unless you don't admit it. But when you're responsible, you have to own it and then make a decision as to what you're going to do next. There was a movie out one time says, don't look back. They might be gaining ground. I think that, my greatest qualities is is that number one, I'm not I'm not afraid to fail. I guess because I'm pretty good at it. I've done enough of it. But number two is that I'm willing to forget it, and move on. So what? Now what? Those are great words to memorize, to write down on a piece of paper. So what? Now what? Now what are we going to do? So what? That happened. So what? I didn't pay my taxes. Now I got a bill. Now what? You know, I'm a football fan, and in and, and Alabama, we have what we call a process. Play the next play. Don't let the play that happened trip you up. When you're responsible, you got to be able to play the next play. So what? Now what? Now what I do? Now what's the next step? It's not what I know that's hurt me. It's what I don't know. What question do I need to ask? What do I need to find out? It's having that personal transparency with yourself. And being able to move forward and play the next play that is your most valuable skill. Life is teaching you the lessons. Life's teaching me the lesson. The question is, can we learn those lessons and apply to future experiences? You know, they say the definition of wisdom is to be able to have an experience, derive lessons from that experience, and apply to future experiences. So the question is, can you learn from the experience to apply? Or are you going to deny the experience and keep repeating it. That's one of the key skills as a business owner that I think we can all do a better job of. But I think it's the difference in the amount of success you have and the amount of enjoyment you have doing it. Let's be able to, so what now what? Let's play the next play. We got to put that behind us. I made a mistake. I'm responsible. Last thing I kind of get excited, but the words I am responsible would do away with a lot of counselors and a lot of psychiatrists. 
is that you just simply say to yourself, I'm responsible. I made a mistake. Now what do I need to do? Who do I need to ask? Who can help me? And just being willing to do that, become comfortable with not having the answers, admitting you was wrong. The manager, there was some institute that did a study, 70% of the decisions you make will turn out to be wrong. It wasn't that you made a wrong decision. It's the facts changed. So you have to constantly make new decisions. And I think that is a key concept behind this I'm responsible, is being able to do that and just play the next play, deal with the next issue. And don't beat yourself up. You just have to make a new decision based on new information. And keep moving forward. We get in trouble, and I know me personally, when we stop. You got to stay in motion. You got to stay moving. And, uh, you know, we have a tendency to really be our own worst critic because we can't move on to the next play and say, you know what? I blew that. I'm sorry. And then it's funny because I tell my clients all the time, they talk about forgiveness. The, forgiving yourself is the biggest problem. It's holding yourself hostage. You know, I like to say it this way. It's like drinking your own poison, hoping you get better. You know, so. I didn't mean to get on a rant there, but I think that that's so important when it comes to responsibility is being able to put things behind you and admit it to yourself and own it. I'm responsible. I own this. Now what I need to do differently. I love it. That's awesome. So next, folks, we're going to get into probably the most important topic in business, and that is cash flow in Chapter 5. So we'll be right back with that. 